And now, Greenlight Reviews, hosted by Ann Elder and Les Roberts. We have returned with our movie of today. It's called Jumper. I'm Les Roberts. And I'm Ann Elder. And before we talk to our audience about the film Jumper, I have a few words to say to our producer, Joan Andrews, who is sitting in the control booth. Okay. The next time you want me to go and see a movie with Hayden Christensen in it, I want to renegotiate my contract. <laughs> Make that too. This was the worst acting I have ever, ever seen in my life. What can I tell you about this movie? Not only was Hayden that bad, mm-hmm. he was matched yes. by Jamie Bell That's and true. Rachel Bilson. Yes. And yes, Samuel L. Jackson is in this film too, and we're going to talk about him in a minute. Yeah. This was a dreary, boring, stupid movie. <laughs> such visual junk food. I really, really couldn't stand the picture, and I was so bored by it. Let's talk about the plot first. All right, if we must. Hayden Christensen plays David Rice. Mm -hmm. When he was a kid, they used to call him Rice Bowl. They used to beat him up. When he got to be 15, he learned that he had this strange power to teleport himself from one place to the other, I guess just by thinking about it. Mm -hmm. For instance, he could be walking down the Champs-Élysées in Paris and think about it, and suddenly he's in Pittsburgh, or vice versa. Mm -hmm. He runs away from home because his father, played by Michael Rooker, is not a very nice guy, and he wears dirty shirts. Mm -hmm. I'd run away, too. He then finds out that if he needs money, all he has to do is teleport himself into a bank vault. That's right. fill up bags with money, so now he's very, very rich. Well, he's a nice enough guy who leaves IOUs. That's true. I guess they were trying to give this kid a conscience. Fortunately, they don't give him anything else. They don't give him anything else, especially when he comes back to his original hometown of Ann Arbor, Michigan, to look up his old girlfriend, who he'd been in love with for many, many years. That is Millie, played by Rachel Bilson. Rachel Bilson we have seen on, I think, the OC on television. Mm -hmm. She's a very pretty girl and nice to look at but tabloid actress. you don't want her to speak <laughs> and when he's back in ann arbor somebody comes to get him yes and that somebody is a guy named roland played by samuel l jackson and when i tell you that when samuel jackson first appeared on the screen wearing a ridiculous bright white toupee i laughed Allowed. I thought he had had his head sprayed with a can of Christmas tree paint. He looked <laughs> so terrible. Stupid. Now, Samuel Jackson, for years, has been playing the tough guy, right. the guy that nobody messes with. I'm thinking of him in Snakes on a Plane, yeah. where he was funny. All fiction. He's not supposed to be funny in this movie, and he isn't. Nothing is funny. Nothing is exciting. There are a lot of fist fights, but they are shot in the same way that Doug Lyman, the director, shot The Bourne Identity. Very, very fast cuts, so you can't really tell who's hitting who. Now, in The Bourne Identity, it worked tremendously. In this film, it does not. Exactly right. You know, I tried to find something good about the movie, and basically, the best that can be said about it is that it is kind of a travelogue. You do get glimpses of Tokyo, Paris, Rome, New York. Egypt, he's on top of the Sphinx. Yeah, having lunch up on top of the Sphinx, as if somebody wouldn't notice him up there. It's such an inane piece of work, it's so unengaging, that I was bored within the first ten minutes, and I really wanted to jump out of my seat and head for the exit. There's something 
something else about the picture that was so disturbing, and that is that there was such a lack of logic all the way through the movie. There's no backstory explaining to you why Hayden Christensen has this ability to jump from one place to the next. I'm going to assume that it's because, as a child, he wanted to escape terrible places. He wanted to get someplace that was safe for himself. But then we find out later that there are other jumpers in the universe, and that is supposed to bond these guys, one of whom, of course, is the English jumper, played by Jamie Bell. And I couldn't help but think, this movie couldn't even be saved by a bell. He emotes, he's strong, of course, and he plays it like he's angry at the world and mad at everybody, but there's no rhyme nor reason for that either. It's just one superficial moment after another, all connected with this concept that people can jump from place to place. Now, we find out that David Rice's mother, Mary, left when he was five, and we don't know why she left until we find out that she's Diane Lane, of all people. And another miscast misuse of her. Terrible. And she's in this picture very, very little. And we find out that she left because she either had to protect him or kill him because she is a member of the group headed by Roland, by Samuel L. Jackson, and they are called the Paladins. The Paladins supposedly believe that only God should be able to travel from place to place in the same way that these jumpers do. So Samuel Jackson is on a mission to get rid of all the jumpers. But there's another thing that is so stupid about the picture, and that is that Hayden Christensen's character jumps all over the place. And I don't mind him jumping from continent to continent. That's kind of fascinating. But when he jumps from one side of the couch to the next, and one side of the room to the other side of the room. It's kind of a misuse of that power, wouldn't you say? Definitely. There is a scene early on where he's watching television. He can't reach the remote, so he transports himself across the couch. Four feet. (laughs) You know, that's pretty silly and pretty stupid. Listen, this is a kind of movie that is based on a best-selling book by Stephen Gold. There's a market for it. I'm assuming that it's really for a 10-year-old, 11-year-old. And that's fine. It's certainly an innocuous enough movie for young kids. But for anybody over that age and for anybody who's got half a brain, listen, kids, adults, anybody out there, save yourself the 10 bucks. Do not go to see this movie. For me, Jumpers gets a red light. And let me just paraphrase something, Les, for a second. Yes, ma'am. Jeepers Creepers, Jumpers Dumpers. That's terrific. I don't have a clever rhyme like that, but it's not going to surprise anybody that I'm going to give this a red light also. Everything, everything, everything about this film was wrong. I wasn't offended. No. I wasn't insulted. No. I was just bored to tears. So two glaring red lights from Ann Elder and myself for Jumper, directed by Doug Lyman and starring... Hayden Christensen. <laughs> I know you hate to say it. Jamie Bell, Rachel Bilson, Diane Lane. Tom Hulse is in this film, too. What? He's, he's oh got a very small part gracious. someplace. And, of course, the white-haired and totally ridiculous Samuel L. Jackson. I love him as an actor. I hope he finds a script one of these days. Two red lights for Jumper. Until next time, I am Les Roberts. And I'm Ann Elder. And we're looking forward to seeing you having a great time at the movies. Hi, I'm Christina Yerling Biro, host of the podcast Pop Culture Confidential. 
Join me as I go way behind the scenes with some of the most influential people in entertainment and media. Hear actors such as Succession's Brian Cox talk about his favorite characters to play. There always has to be a mystery. The audience have to be in a situation where they want to know what's going on. Meet studio execs like Pixar chief Pete Docter and learn his secret on how he makes us cry. Emotion is our first language. And so many others who are defining popular culture, from Obama speechwriter David Litt to Top Chef host Padma Lakshmi. We don't often think about food politically or we don't want to, but it really is. Join me. Search for Pop Culture Confidential wherever you get your podcasts.